Welcome to the Tatness Podcast. As always, I am Tatness, and guess who the fuck decided to come by? Guess who decided to check in and stop by and see what's up? It's our friend Blue. I'm gonna fucking read you the riot act, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Where the fuck have you been? Like, seriously, fucking. In your absence, I have been. Like, are, are you or are you not my best friend, man? I, I am. I consider myself that I am. I know okay. you really well, man. Okay, so then what in the fuck? Okay, like. In your absence, I got Rick rolled, and you did absolutely fucking nothing about it. Oh, oh shit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> liar, liar, pants on fire. Do you uh, know how devastating that shit is? Um, very. I mean, I haven't been Rick rolled yet, knock on wood. You know why? It, it's For me, it, it, it's a soft spot because there was a time when I was getting ready for the gym. You know how I live for the fucking gym. Oh, yeah. So, I'm getting ready for the fucking gym, and I asked my ex, fucking Madden's mom, to get my fucking playlist together for me so i could go get ready and she's like cool because she's good with that kind of shit and so i'm fucking on the bench at the gym hammering out this fucking stupid amount of weight i'm listening to ice cube the game fucking all this hardcore shit that's just getting me fucking in that mindset of hammering out some fucking mad weight and as i get into my next rep all of a sudden fucking rick ashley <laughs> this is a woman i was going to fucking marry and she just rick rolled my ass that is betrayal at its no that's love work. man that's no fuck love <laughs> are you fucking kidding me she knew what the fuck she was doing i text her i'm like you son of a bitch and she's mm-hmm. laughing her ass off mm-hmm. it's like what <laughs> you don't like that song you motherfucker you want to talk about taking the wind out of someone's sails I was fucking so gung-ho about lifting, and I just wanted to call it quits at that point and be like, I'm done with everything for the rest of my life because this is so demotivational. I want to discuss all this behavior. Oh, man. Poor Rick. Why are you hating on him? he's kind of a dick. He's an icon, man. Is he still alive? Um, I think so. I, I need to know if he's still alive. I'm, I'm going to get my personal fucking assistant to look up if he's still alive. Brianna fucking better look up if Rick Astley is still alive because if so, I'm going to punch him in his dick. I'm pretty sure he is. He's alive and well. Well, then I'm going to hunt him down. I'm going to punch him in his dick. No, oh, I can't stand you. Wow. <laughs> because this is it. I've had enough. Oh, man. Poor uh, guy gets so much hate. He probably has a whole room of hate mail, like people threatening to kill him and stuff. But well, you kind of bring it on yourself when that's... you start, you know, being the, the fucking, mm. the instrument of people's deception. Oh, and yeah. That's what you fucking get. Oh, man. Poor Rick. I'm going to stick up for Rick here. I mean, you need to grow up. He was the original internet troll. Let's just face that. And it wasn't even his doing. And he's just cashing in on He is. He's smart. <sighs> That's good business, but I'm still going to punch him square like five knuckles right in the piss hole. <laughs> you cut me up. <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, my absence, man. Uh, just been hanging around and stuff, but... Yeah, I know. I- you got shit to do. You got your own fucking life, but... Mm-hmm. But I have an interesting article I came across a while ago, but I actually just remembered it not too long ago. In terms of weird news, here's something for you. This is back published back in 2014, I believe. Um, so if you've heard of it, I'm sorry I'm bringing it up, but if not, here's something new for you. This 65-year-old French inventor, not a chemist, not a doctor or scientist by any means, invented these supplements that make your farts smell like roses. <laughs> Yes, and this man looks like a psychedelic Santa Claus. 
That is fantastic. Wearing the tie-dye and everything. It's like Santa's on an acid trip. He, it's like apparently they have rose-smelling blueberries and apparently chocolate-flavored farts. Who in the hell is going up to someone's ass? Okay, chocolate flavored? That's what it says. Not scented, but flavored. Flavored. No, that's not gonna do it. So somebody's gonna crack ass, and some fucking sick fuck out there is gonna be like, Hey, can I have a bite of that? I'm so hungry. Exactly, they're gonna put their- open their mouth around the person's ass and just- just suck it in, just get the taste. Oh my god. That is fucking disgusting. Oh yeah, and apparently they're endorsed by some doctor too, like, you know, gastroenterologist, like someone who studies this stuff, and apparently they're safe, but no offense, I wouldn't put that in my body. I mean, it's charcoal and stuff. If I'm ever in a fucking elevator and I suddenly smell like a rose bush, I'm punching someone in the fucking head. Open the door! <laughs> but hey, this it's a genius idea. Like, I know it's probably targeted to women. It smells really good. If Bath and Body Works got on board with this, they'd make it even better killing. Never happened. No? Why? No, because. It's dangerous. Yeah, I know. But I'm saying if they did... No, you don't even know. It's dangerous. Don't downplay it. You know fucking well why it's dangerous. You mix that with their scented candles. Somebody cracks ass, thinks it's going to smell good, burns the fucking place down. <laughs> ripping ass near a fucking lit candle. Hot stuff coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but their candles are smell delicious at least. Yeah, they... and then you mix this shit with that scented fucking delicious smelling candle. You got some sick fuck trying to eat your fart. I'm sorry. Well, your curtains are on fire. <laughs> Oh, but so don't give me this shit. You know damn well they can't do it or else there's going to be like this. There's a pandemic now of fucking house fires from fucking scented flavored farts <laughs> and scented candles. Yep. And reckless fucking farting. Mm-hmm. And you know it would probably all be women. Of course. A bunch of sick bastards. Well, yeah. Hey, we like to smell good. That's why we're crazy about those damn places. So why not smell good on the in the outside? Make your inside smell even better. Because some sick fuck that you don't want anywhere near you is trying to take a bite out of your fucking ass wind. Hey, you never know. Some woman's into that. That's fucking disgusting. Y you never know. I need to know more about these women. I need notes. <laughs> Perhaps a Tinder profile. Research purposes, right? I assume. I, I need to. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but of course. Dinner is served. Get away from me. I need to know more about these sick fucks. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a psychology project I'm working on. Oh man, you like it? But I'm sure they're out there. I mean, ladies. What is wrong with people? I don't know. But ladies, would we would you go to that lengths to make your sh your farts and your shit smell good? I get it that you don't want to smell, but really. Taco Tuesday is going to be like the biggest fucking day of sales for them. Want to go shopping? Oh my gosh, yes. Cinco de Mayo. Oof. Good God. It's going to be like the pre-drinking fucking supplement. So when you know you're going to Taco Bell when the bar closes, you're just going to be prepared. You've already got it in your system. So no one's going to know any different until they smell shrubs and shit. Mm-hmm. Smells like the fucking secret garden in there instead of like the ground beef and everything. Ugh. Well, on to some better shit, because this is fucking ridiculous, <laughs> and yeah. so is everything on this fucking show, but... This is ridiculous. Whatever. I have structured a tournament, okay. and I think that this needs to be settled. There's a debate here that needs to be settled that I have come up with because it's weighing on my mind, and I need answers. Okay. So, this tournament is what I like to call, who in movies 
wax off best. <laughs> and the nominees that are going to do battle in this triple threat match, Mr. Miyagi, Steve Carell, and 40-year-old Virgin, and Pee Wee Herman. What, can we include Ben Stiller in There's Something About Mary? Alright, fuck it, four-way. Yeah, four-way. Well, Pee-wee Herman is in there, too, because he wasn't in a movie, but he was technically at a movie. And fuck knows, by the sounds of the news reports, he whacks off quite well. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear, okay. Well, huh. I'm Mr. Miyagi. I mean, the guy's been around for how, he's how old? I have no idea. So he's been doing this a very long time that he's teaching the youngins. The wax on and the wax off. So he, uh, he's I think a there's good... laws against that, but... Uh... We'll talk about it soon, okay? I promise. All right? Yeah, there is, but, you know, I think he's a solid contender. He's a veteran, so... There's just so much about that that makes me feel really uncomfortable. Mm. Watching an elderly Asian man wax off really doesn't do it for me. Oof. And teaching a young boy while he's at it how to fucking do it like a champ. Oh, man. That's fucked up. What's the matter with you? Uh, but don't get me wrong, I don't want to be looking over and trying to reach for my popcorn and see Pee-wee fucking stroking his Pee-wee neither. I got ants in my pants. Oh, my God. Uh, that's not butter on your popcorns there. Ew. Uh, well, I mean, hey, it was the days before internet porn where you can do that in your own playhouse, if you know what I mean. I get what you're saying, but uh, that was not the case back then. No. And then you got Steve Carell doing it like everyone should. Going to a rub and tug and having some fucking Asian woman do it for you. Oof. I hate to say it, I've only seen the 40-year-old virgin once and I don't remember that. The only scene I remember is the chest waxing scene. That's what I'm talking about. You fucking degenerate pervert. What are you thinking of? Okay. That, oh, man. That wax came right off. That's true. And oh, a lot came with wax it. Wax off. See what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Just because you're a pervert. And then let's just say <laughs> it's a common theme and there's something about Mary. Ben Stiller. Let's face it. Well, not really. I mean, he was a peeping Tom in the beginning of the movie. When he takes Mary to prom, but then he's going to go on the date with her, and he has to clear out the pipes, and let's just say he does it pretty damn well that his stuff ends up in his hair, and Cameron Diaz is like, oh, let me borrow your hair gel. It was actually hanging off his ear. Yeah. Not in his hair. Oh, right. Well, I mean, she put it in her hair. Right. So get it right. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. You silly thing. But let's just say that seems to be a common theme for poor Ben in that movie. Well, who waxed off the best? Uh, oh, okay, I have to say it's got to be between, I can already think of three, I'm sorry Steve, but I'm thinking, he, you're still, you're still new to this. You may have age with you, but I do, you don't have the experience. I do like that he screams out Kelly Clarkson's name while he whacks off, because who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a time. There was, was a time. fine as hell. I know, but not so much yeah, now. I know. Sorry, she kind of let herself go, and hey, she's happy. That's fine. As long as you're happy, but it's like, mm, you're not going to have the same effect as you did back then, honey. Damn it. But anyways, yeah, no, I have to I'm sorry, I think Steve's kind of out. Really? In this one. Well, like I said, yeah, he may be 40, but let's face it, there's probably a prepubescent boy that has a lot more experience in that department than he does. I don't think so. When you're 40 and still haven't been laid, I think you wax off like a fucking boss. And the fact that he had a woman doing it for him, mm. to me, makes him like a fucking legend because 
He's the only one in this category that didn't do it himself. That's true. So I'm I'm gonna push him and, to and, the next round. Well, and also I want to add to his friends paid for that. I assume. There you go. Fuck me. I'm the man. So he's the he's the OG. So there you go. Mm, okay, fine, fair enough. That's your argument. And on top of that, look at this the restraint he showed because he didn't finish. Oh yes, that is true. Hmm. That is true. Okay. He automatically goes next round. Okay. Yep. Your argument's valid. We'll go with that. Uh, we gotta get rid of one of these guys, though. I know, and I think Miyagi's got so much experience. Right? I, like I said, he's he was teaching them youngins about it. So absolutely, ah, uh, Miyagi has to go to the next round. I'm sorry, so yeah, to say. I think so. I mean, he went to the grave probably saying that because I'm pretty sure he's dead now in real life. May he rest in peace. So he was probably on his deathbed going, wax on, wax off. Right. So, so he's moving. To the next round. Uh, so between Mr. Pee-wee Herman and Ben Stiller. Um, I gotta go with Pee-wee on this. I mean, he was so committed, he took a charge for it. He did? Well, yeah, he got well, arrested. Well, yeah, that's true. I'm saying he did, so... He got arrested, so I mean, that's commitment. I'm in trouble. That is, and he, there's the mugshot and everything to prove it. I'm sorry, but no matter how hardcore you might be, when the fucking cops come knocking, you zip up. And he did not. Nope, he just kept going. No, so... Fair yeah. enough. So, sorry, Ben. Yeah, much... you, uh, you didn't fucking belong in this in the first place. I didn't add you. Yeah, I know I did. <laughs> but at least he did. Didn't he get laid, though, at the end of that movie? I, I don't know, but I I've mean, seen it a couple times, and I can't remember. At the end of the day now, it's a three-way fucking tie. Okay, so fair something enough. has to be resolved here. Okay. Um. All right, next round. Okay, I'm going to go back to Steve here. Did he get laid at the end of that movie? Yes, definitely. Okay, so all that frustration finally paid off. And mm, Pee-wee, I don't know, but... Pee-wee took a fucking jail charge, man. I, I, he, he went to jail. He did time for spanking it. And I mean, that is commitment, but the, at the same time, you kind of fucked up. Yeah, he, he did, but... Oh, I'm just saying... However, he was watching porn on the big screen. That's true. That, that's pretty brilliant. I know, I mean, the days before, like I said, you could have that... In the comfort of your own home on your flat screens, you had to go out. Yeah, but your flat screen is not going to be a fucking movie theater screen. That's true. Ooh, can you imagine? Just anyways, but I'm sorry. You may think I'm hating on Steve here, but like I said, he did get laid at the end. So and no consequences. Like, didn't he ba end up banging a chick at the store he works at? Um, no. He was going to bang a chick, but didn't. So, but he gets laid in the end. Okay. And. I think because he ev he evaded jail time, he goes on to the next round. Oh, really? I think so, personally. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I was thinking the opposite. Like, he's happy ending. I'm thinking the Yeah, most. but here's the thing, right? Why? Because he's getting laid now. He doesn't need to wax off anymore. Well, guess what? Pee-wee's getting laid, too, in jail. Not the kind he wants. Uh -oh. At least Steve got what he fucking wanted. Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Oh, okay, so... At least he got the kind he wants. So, to me, that automatically qualifies for the next round. So, it's between him and Miyagi. Okay, Miyagi. Ugh. Now you have inexperience versus experience. I think it's a no-brainer. I there. think, yes, that is. I mean, Miyagi even provides his own cloth. <laughs> yes, he does, and it ain't a tube sock. No, it's certainly not. It's probably a special type of cloth. Absolutely. So here we go. I guess at the end of the day, when it comes to who whacks off best, I think Miyagi is the champ, as per usual. You know, fucking always. Yeah, he, no, I have to agree. Since the '80s, he's been showing us how to wax off. 
Exactly. He's taught many young grasshoppers. That only leaves one question left. What? What in the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> you know, I ask that a lot too myself, but <laughs> it's one of life's mysteries we'll never solve. Absolutely. And I'm down with that. I'm here for it. Yep. So, all right, Mr. Miyagi, the winner of the Wax On, Wax Off. He'll be forever known as that champion, and no one's going to take waxing on. I didn't hear anybody waxing on in this fucking shit. Weren't you listening? Except for poor Steve, but he waxed off real quick. Oh, yeah, he did. So. But, yep, he's our winner, Mr. Miyagi. There we go. All right. Done. Problem (laughs) solved. There you go. And I want to give a shout-out to France, actually, for being fucking awesome. And now we've kind of invaded France. I've managed to make myself known over in France somehow, Mm -hmm. and they're putting up with me very well. That's pretty much it. Because every fucking show that I've done so far, they've been listening. So that's fantastic. Thank you, France. Yep, thank you. I only have one issue, man. What? I only got one issue with Gay Prairie. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But their discrimination against carbs is very alarming to me. Really? Yes. Do elaborate. Well, I don't know about you, but I got no issue with the gay community. I've No, my, me neither. My longest term friend is gay. Oh, yeah. No. And I love just... who you love, dude. Like, Absolutely. Fucking let, the key thing there is you love you know what I mean? Like, what's wrong with that? Exactly. It ain't hurting me none. I mean, there was a lady that was mar- married to a pirate that's been dead for 400 years. Hey, and, man. Teach and you know what? Own. Exactly. She's happy. She's not hurting no one. So Absolutely. As long, to me, as long as you're not hurting nobody. I never understood the animosity towards the gay community. No, me neither. If you fucking, you know, are that upset because someone loves someone else. I don't understand. And it fucks with your life so hardcore. That really fucking baffles me, and mm-hmm. I don't get it. So, my issue with France, I'm calling you guys out on this. Look, man, the the carbs discrimination is appalling. I always hear them use the word baguette, and I think that is terrible. <laughs> I truly think, no matter what, bread should be able to love whatever carb it so chooses without ridicule. <laughs> Whether you like the croissant or you want your couple of croutons slapping off of some other dude's crust. Oh, man. <laughs> let them love whatever loaf they so shall choose. Exactly. And do not be so hateful. It is 2019. We don't use words like baguette anymore. That mm-hmm. is terrible and offensive. Yeah, get with the picture, people. I am terribly bothered by this. Mm-hmm, me too. So let bread be bread. Let carbs love carbs, my Exactly. Friend. Good Lord, France. Get it together. Don't make me come out there. Nobody wants that. Oh, man, you're going to buy a plane ticket. It's one thing to put up with me audio-wise. It's another to have to put up with me physically out there. <laughs> Nobody wants any part of that. Oh, dear. I'm a fucking nuisance. I can't take this. I love France. Good God, I'd love to go there. Oh, me too. Uh, I, my family has gone there, and they just loved it. it, it was, Paris, too, they did. Absolutely loved it. So And then South Africa. Oh, I mean, yes, that was quite That's cool one. to see. I have kind of kicked the door in on South Africa and just let myself in. Like the fucking unwanted house guest that they went and opened the door and that was their mistake. But <laughs> Now they're stuck with you. They are fucking stuck with me. I love South fucking Africa too. Thank you for 
putting up with my bullshit. <laughs> um, that's amazing. Yeah, thank you. And of you. course, Ireland, as always. I yep. fucking love Ireland and our neighbors in the U.S., of course. U.K. Is and the U.K. One. is yes, amazing. Thank you. Which I'm going to get to them in a few. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fucking, I'm so grateful that Absolutely. so many parts of the world are putting up with my bullshit mm-hmm. and know who I am. And it's kind of gone on a scale that I could not possibly imagine. It's one thing to be known all over your country for fucking the shit you've done, whether it be MMA or fucking whatever. But to start getting, you know, your name known all over the fucking world in parts of the world you have not yet been to. It's just mind-blowing. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone, for the support. I am so weirded out by it. Honestly, I don't mean to cut you off, but... That's okay. I mean, I'm still tripping out. It's been years, and I'm still tripping out that you can Google my fucking name. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's weird to me. It is. I don't get it. How do you fucking know? Well... I mean, if the average person, let's just say if you have a Facebook account or Twitter or Instagram, you can find it that way. Or if you're a licensed profession, you might come up on that regulatory body. So, yeah, I get I get it in a way, but let's face it, like someone you type in like someone famous and pages and it's everything, news articles, interviews, Wikipedia. Well, that's why it's weird. I mean, It's mind-blowing. Well, fuck me. I mean, try being on that receiving end of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, fucking the first several pages on Google, it was fucking all me. Interviews, this, that, and the other thing, all this old shit. And it's like, it's one thing to think you understand it, it's another to, like, live that shit and just kind of, like, it weirds you out. And it's, I'm not complaining by any fucking stretch of the imagination, do not get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I am not complaining about being so fucking well-known and successful in everything that I've fucking touched. I'm grateful that I had that success because I busted my ass for those opportunities and I was not owed anything. And I was not owed no success. It just seemed to be something people fucking could get on board with. And I appreciate that so fucking much. So, forever grateful... But it just weirds me out because I'm not that person Mm. that, like, I don't love that, you know, like, I appreciate it and I love that people care, but I just, I fucking don't feel like I deserve it. So it Mm. weirds me out to, like, see that to somebody I'm I'm a fucking big deal. It's kind of strange to me. I don't get it. I'm just a human being with a really cool job. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so to be able to Google myself, I don't go down that rabbit hole, but so many people fucking keep telling me, like, oh, I fucking Googled you, bro, and you're on every bloody page, and it's like old interviews, this, that, and the other thing. And it's just like, man, it's fucking weird. And I don't love it, but I don't hate it either because... Mm -hmm. You know, people care, and it's cool. Absolutely. I love that people are fucking so supportive of everything I do. I love that I'm entertaining people and kind of taking their mind off the daily bullshit. So I'm super grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bitter about it. I'm not fucking mad about it. I'm not complaining or saying, you know, fucking don't listen to my shit or don't watch my fights or don't buy my products or whatever the fuck. I don't, you know... I don't take it that level, but I just feel like it's so strange. I never thought, you know, you got you got to keep in mind you're talking to a kid that fucking, you know, a, a dude who was a kid that fucking everybody said would never be shit. Now I'm a grown ass mm-hmm. fucking man, and you can Google my ass, 
and more than just my Facebook profile comes up. Yep. It's fucking insanity to me. You know, you work so hard for something just to make people shut the fuck up, just to shove it down their throats. And then when you fucking achieve it, it's just like, this is weird. Yep. I don't know what to make of it. So. I mean, it definitely takes some adjusting, but, you know, it's definitely a beast of a different nature. So I can imagine someone achieving overnight success, if not yourself, just like. Oh, it certainly wasn't overnight. Mm Mm-hmm. Not at all. No, but I'm just saying, like, just to be able to cope, you know, I think you do a great job handling it. I mean, I don't know how I'd feel myself. I mean, it'd be cool, but it's like you said, just the thought, like, wow, every, you know, buddy down the the road from you can just look you up and then just see you You may have never spoke a word to each other but then they know you you know what i mean and i like to think i'm really nice to people no yeah absolutely you are like i like to think that i'm approachable by anybody and everybody Mm -hmm. and i'm not like full of my fucking self no but that's my view i like to think that shit but i don't know from an outsider's perspective like how i come across to other people in your view no you're very approachable and friendly i mean you just have that vibe i know myself i can tend to be like you know don't talk to me kind of thing like just kind of closed in but you definitely give that friendly approach and people are able to just talk to you like so openly and that and you know just have a good conversation with you and i think that's fantastic well i mean at the end of the day it's because everything i do i'm just a fan too you know what i mean like when it comes to mma i'm a fan when Mm. it comes to writing books i'm a fan of books Uh, you know Mm -hmm. when it comes to clothing lines and designs and shit i'm a fan of art that's why i enjoy what i do when it comes to podcasts dude i love podcasts oh yes so many that um you know I've got a list of podcasts that I absolutely love, so both indie and fucking, you know, well-known. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I to me, it's just, they're, they're human beings just like myself, and we're fortunate enough to do what we love to do, and fucking, that's it, man. If people dig it, great. Doesn't mean that I'm something fucking special all of a sudden. Yeah, but it's definitely, it's just like you said, at the end of the day, just appreciating others' work and just having that common shared love for something like you said art like i know myself i love video games and that and i might be in the foreseeable future doing gaming videos if i have time in that and it's just something i love like i've always enjoyed watching playthrough videos or just people adding stuff to yeah it. like the let's play videos yes really cool, man. they're fun especially you know you just want to see understand a game like you know you may have heard of it and it's like oh how does that work you know because uh maybe a demo is not going to do it justice or there's a really cool part in the game and you just want to see it like i know my favorites and i'll probably will be touching upon this we'll see if i get everything tech wise working in that is the king's quest game back in the 90s and 80s i assume sierra was a software company that produced these awesome games like a lot of point and click games and those are my favorites like uh king's quest um i grew up with uh number seven i believe it was the it was it was actually the title was a mockery of the princess bride it was called the prince less bride but i absolutely love those and i just adored watching playthroughs of those it's just like i said just seeing how people interpret it add their you know their thoughts to it and even just maybe beating that part you can't get through like there was always a part in that game for instance like it was a harp uh, in Etheria. I think that's what the land was called. And I could never get that right. And I would have to watch it and see it. And then, you know, the wheels would turn. 
But it's just something I enjoy. And just like you said, just seeing someone just sharing that common interest with you is quite mind blowing. Yeah, to be cool. honest. I mean, but when it's your work, it's a different story. Oh, it's more insane to oh, wrap absolutely. your head around. It's crazy. But Sierra was cool because. I used to, when I was a kid, I had this computer game. I forget what it was called, but it was like this medieval game Mm -hmm. that they made. And it was so fucking hilarious to me because I was watching my old man play it. And, you know, fucking, there's uh, an option to reach out to other kingdoms and send them either a compliment, a gift, or an insult. Mm. And I remember my old man said some pretty slanderous shit to to this one dude about his hair and... (laughs) Had a few fucking slurs thrown his way. Mm. And to get the response back, he's like, you swine, blah, blah, blah. You swine. Do you have any idea who you're talking to? And all this. And I was like, it's so funny to me. Like, it made me laugh so hard. Was this a computer AI or a human AI? No, it was a computer AI. Oh, okay. Just the response. Okay, fair enough. Because you could actually type in, when you click on, you know, send insult. You could actually compliment him, you know, to the fucking, you know, end of the world, and this motherfucker will still come back with this salty behavior. <laughs> it, because it's just registering as an insult. That's yeah. all. Like, you could tell him he's the greatest thing since sliced fucking bread. And he'll be like, you know, screw you. Right, kind of thing. right. Um, Actually, I want to add to that. Those old computer games, again, I'm going to go to... I think Sierra had its fair share. So did other software companies. Those games where you have to type in the commands... I hated those as a kid. I mean, I'm good at spelling now, and of course we have autocorrect, and you know, you can pull out your phone and type in a word if you're not sure how to spell it. You know how frustrated I get playing Hugo? Like, there was Hugo's House of Horrors and all that. Trying to, like, I know what I wanted to do, but you didn't have the luxury of Google or spell check to check how to spell the word. I'd be cursing at this damn box monitor trying to get what I'm getting across to advance in this damn game i grew up with a fucking speaking spell so don't even talk to me about that bullshit (laughs) that shit was satan himself Mm. in robotic form if stephen hawking was the devil that would be a speaking spell oh man that voice was just creepy and you know i mean it's already caught the wrath of dane cook and his fucking stand-up shit about (laughs) it and i think he hit the nail on the head so i'm not getting into it but, but um yeah, no, but I mean, I didn't grow up with it, but I've seen, I've seen YouTube videos of it, and from you telling me about it, it just that didn't sound fun. But you know what? I have to give credit to those games. They were educational in a way, because now I could spell good. And like in elementary school, if you y'all remember, you have to do your spelling class, and you have to do those stupid little tests. I actually did good on them, and I'm proud to say that. You know, in my line of work. Spelling is quite important in grammar, so... Yeah, well, grammar, apparently, you can spell fucking real well, but when you say shit like, I can spell good, then grammar <laughs> okay, is I just, oh, not your strong suit. Oh, dear, I just remembered. Oh, my God, realize what I just said. I'm sorry. And I people can... think I'm uneducated <laughs> because I drop a lot of F-bombs and oh, say a bunch of gosh. stupid shit. I can spell well, okay? Thank you. There, that's better. Let's take a pause for the cause here for a minute and talk about my friends over in the UK. If you are interested in pro wrestling at all, whether you're a long-term hardcore fan or a casual fan, check out my boys over in the UK, the fabulous heel nerds. 
hell, you might even learn something, man. I sure as hell did. And I consider myself someone that's followed this stuff for a long time since I was a little kid. So I tell you right now, man, these guys are fantastic and you might even learn a thing or two. So check them out. The Fabulous Heel Nerds. Amazing podcast. Look them up, man. Now, Anyhow. aside from all that bullshit, yep. I don't like to do this at all mm-hmm. until I have things solidified and so I am in no way guaranteeing anything at this point because I cannot do that but this is kind of a big deal mm-hmm. so I am going to announce right now that I am currently in talks with the potential guest the possibility it's all about scheduling mm-hmm. at this point and interest is there I think um but it's all about, uh, like, I'm definitely interested in doing this. Mm. But scheduling is a problem. Oh, you absolutely. Know what I mean? People it's, are busy. People get real busy, but there's a potential that we're going to have, or I'm going to fucking, at some point on the show, have a very, very special guest to me, Chad Gray. Oh, from yes. Hell Yeah. Um, that is kind of in talks at the moment. Mm. Um but there's a lot of factors that kind of make it tough. So that may happen. It may not. I don't know for sure just yet, but I think it could happen. Oh, fingers crossed. I mean, we'd love to have you on here, Chad. A huge yeah. fan. Absolutely. Huge. And he seems like such an awesome and laid back uh, totally guy. Totally great fucking human being. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, let's, you know, I understand he's busy like we all are. He has his own life and that. But if he can. Well, I mean, they got a new record out now. Oh, yes. And a new tour. And I would love to just take an hour to just fucking talk about Vinnie Paul. Oh, absolutely. what a wonderful human being he was. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, if the opportunity arises, man, I'm on it. So, let's do this. Oh, absolutely. So, but like I said, I get it. People are busy in that. But, you know, Chad, if you do have the chance and you're willing to give us a couple minutes of your time, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Thank you, man. Oh, he knows what Mm -hmm. I mean. I've already reached out, and I've done due diligence, and, you know, it's kind of like I'm not exactly obscure anymore, so, I mean, mm-hmm. I do have a little bit of fucking pull around here, and so they tell me, <laughs> so, you know, it, it'll be cool, I think, uh, I think we got a lot in common that uh, needs to be discussed. Oh, yes. So, I, I look forward to it. Yes, me too. So, where are we going today with this nonsense? I, I gotta fucking tell these people straight up. If you think for one second I don't appreciate the fans, I fucking do. I appreciate my fans of my MMA and every fucking other thing in between. Mm-hmm. To the point where as we speak, as I am fucking giving you this podcast right now, I am recording this shit to drop for you today while there's a fucking hurricane coming through. Hurricane Dorian. And I ain't talking about the motherfucking pro wrestler. I'm talking legit fucking staring down the barrel of nature's hissy fit. And I do not have a fuck to give. I will take my chances. Absolutely. I mean, you know, we it's the right now where we're recording, we've been lucky enough to still have our power. Because I've heard of some people not too far from the area. Yeah, the studio losing. hasn't lost power. Thank no. Fuck. Thank goodness. So knock on wood, you know. But so far where we are right now, um, it's been pretty good. We've been, you know, let everyone know we're safe. Thank you for your concerns and everyone around. I've reached out to a couple people I know in the area, and they're doing well too. 
Um, but yeah, if you're, you're in the, where we are, like just making an effort not to go anywhere. I mean, I get it just yesterday hearing, you know, picking up supplies. It's a zoo. I mean, it's better to be prepared than to not, but oh my gosh, sometimes you wonder if people overreact. I mean, I'm not downplaying a natural disaster. Don't please, don't get me wrong, but so far we've been very fortunate and it's just you know, a bit of rain, a little bit of wind, but everything's been good so far. I think we are golden like a fucking shower at R. <laughs> Kelly's house. And quite frankly, the only wind that scares me is that scented fart that's coming my way from fucking some sick pervert that's going around buying supplements to try to mask the fact that they damn near shit their pants. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. Oh. I ain't afraid of no wind except for that ass wind. So, bring it on, man. Fucking, I am fine with it. I'm still doing what I do. And it ain't gonna stop me. So. Nope. And hell, if I die, motherfuckers, I'm gonna click send on this shit before I do. So you'll have the most fucking talked about podcast on the planet. Yep. (laughs) Yep, we're, we're here. We're still recording. And like I said, our studio hasn't lost power. So, thank God. (laughs) I don't know why you get involved in all the shit I do, because I'm an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I mean, well, you do volunteer to get on board with this shit. Oh, yeah, I love it. I mean, I got a couple screws loose myself. I will admit that. I'm yeah, a very odd individual. You know me. So. I, I've been wanting to get Rihanna on the show. She's fucking super shy, and I don't blame her. She doesn't mm. want no part of it. Alexa, fucking, I keep really well protected from every aspect of my life so you know that's not gonna happen but uh you just kind of gung-ho volunteer like i will fucking be the sacrificial lamb and go put my fucking self out there for your idiocy yep and expose my true idiot self i don't mind sharing it i do it's like you know Laughter is the best medicine. I mean, you gotta have a sense of humor. Oh, absolutely. Life is so fucking short. Oh, it is. And there's too much serious and sadness in the world. That's why, you know, personally, I don't watch the news too much. I'll catch bits of it here and there. I don't have cable, so the only real news stuff I get is that stupid Apple news pop-up nonsense. I mean, I could probably adjust the settings in that, but I'll get it. And I'm like, oh, you just bummed me out, man. I'm out having a good time. And it's like, ugh. But I get it. It's good to be well-informed of what's going on. Yeah, that's why on this show I will never talk politics. No, absolutely. Or religion, because I don't find them to be anything but divisive conversations. No, absolutely. And I do not want my show to be just another spoke in the fucking divisive wheel that tears people apart. I think humor is something we can all get on board with. Absolutely. Unless you're a complete fucking prude, then so be it. The show is not for you. Nope. If you don't like a little profanity then the show is not for you. I've said that time and time again. Yep. If, if fucking how some syllables sound when they're put together bothers you, then just don't listen to this. Yep, just look the other way, man. But like I said, this is just, a, you know, it's an escape from our everyday lives, our stress of everyday life, work, whatever. It's just good to unwind and just, you know, see the good in life and have a good laugh or two just like i said idiocy myself i love it it's my cup of tea when it comes to comedy i've been given so many opportunities to like accomplish things that i want to do and make my son proud you know now that he's passed away Mm -hmm. and, and just i have nothing to complain about you know what i mean so i'm going to find humor in all sorts of shit and i'm going to fucking 
try to give that same thing to other people that might have a little more stress on their plate. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, you know, you go through some shit, but you come out the other side, and that's the important thing. Yep. That's all you can do. So, you know, I like to hit people with some stupid shit. Because as dumb as it is, you motherfuckers know how creative it actually is. Yep. You know what I mean? You cannot deny that it took some imagination and it was like, okay, this motherfucker might have a few screws loose, but he's kind of fucking creative. <laughs> yeah. And it makes me laugh. Mm. Well, guess what then? I did my job, didn't I? You sure did. I mean, some of the stuff you hit me with, I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, we hang out quite a bit, so, I mean, you hear all sorts of stupid shit from me. I do, and you know what? It makes my day. Just the sheer stupidity. Well, that's why, you know, I'm like, why not talk about this shit to people that might find it amusing? Absolutely. Why not? Exactly. You know? I mean, you actually hit me with something the other day. Alter egos of comic book characters. The Ninja Turtles. You told me the story of how you went... You know, you went to take a leak. And <laughs> That's a sh- the start of every good story. Yes, it is. And there's a shower curtain in there with French bulldogs wearing red framed glasses. Yep. And then I was like, you know what? This Sally Jesse Raphael looking motherfucker gives me an idea. And I thought, I am on to something here. <laughs> I do believe that there's no coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence at all. You know this. I've mm-hmm. said this time and yep. time again. I don't believe in coincidence, so the fact that Sally Jesse Raphael is wearing red-framed fucking glasses all the time around her motherfucking eyes, and the Ninja Turtle Raphael, the name is there, Sally Jesse Raphael, fucking wearing red around the eyes, it's a given. I know who you really are. Uh You are Sally Jesse in disguise. And then I thought, well, shit, Donatello's not so slick himself. Phil Donahue is Phil Donatello. It it makes sense. Yeah, and then, well, Leonardo is Leonardo DiCaprio. Because let's face it, at the end of Titanic, his face and skin, it was turning blue after friggin' Kate Winslet let him sit in that damn ice cold water. And what color does that motherfucker wear? Blue. See, they want to be exposed. They do. Well, let's not forget good old Michelangelo. He's just good at this. I I haven't figured him out yet, but I will. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I got it. He's Dana Carvey. I don't get it. Master of Disguise, 2001. Maybe. Yes. And you know what? He flat out puts it in front of our face. Truth. Because one of his disguises in that movie. He is mocking us. He was a turtle to get into the turtle club. But was he turtley enough for the fucking Turtle Club? I don't know. I believe he was. Oh, yes. I mean, <laughs> then again, enough for the Turtle Club? Turtle, I, turtle. Am I sweet? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> A lot, apparently. Fucking, I just, I, I believe very strongly that Sally Jesse Raphael is, in fact, that Ninja Turtle that I love so much, mm-hmm. Raphael. And it was just dangling that carrot in front of us. I know. Figure it out. Uh Uh-huh. You know? So, fuck Batman. I am officially the world's greatest detective. You are. I mean, one thing I want to add to this, since we're on that topic, is friggin' Superman's disguise. Fuck Superman. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yes, but... There, I said it. Yes, I have to agree. I'm sorry, too. Come and hunt me down with your torches and your pitchforks. Yeah, you can send your hate mail to... Fucking blue at 
tatnesspodcast at gmail.com and let her know <laughs> what a fucking scumbag she is. Because yeah. I, I was totally kidding, but she's serious. No, I, I'm serious. I can see it in her eyes. Oh. I, I was just playing. Yeah, no, no, I'm serious. How are not, people in Metropolis so freaking stupid? I'm not playing fuck Superman. No, no, no. He just wears glasses, and it's like, there was a video, actually, a college humor video. He's like, you know, takes off his glasses. I'm Superman. Put them on. Where the fuck did Superman go? Right? It's so lazy to it's me. It's lazy. He put, he put a suit on and glasses, and apparently you're someone else. And there was actually another show in the 90s, I remember. I guess maybe it's a comic series, too, if I'm not mistaken. Cyber Six. Same thing. Just wears the damn glasses, and apparently... She's a, a man now. You know what I love? You know why I think uh, Michael Keaton was actually the absolute best Batman ever? Why? I just read that he is so, like, logic-based in his thinking that he was like, people in reality would fucking know Batman's identity so quickly that he decided on contacts to change the eye color, speak in a lower tone, than he would as Bruce, mm. you know, throw people off. Yeah. And just consistency. Like, he literally had a meeting with Tim Burton about this kind of shit. shit. Actually, can I just add something? It was recently Michael Keaton's 68th birthday. I just want to do a shout-out. Happy birthday, Michael. Absolutely. I You're mean, awesome. Best Batman ever besides oh, Adam West, of course. Oh, yes, you know. But Adam West's Batman looked like he was wearing fucking really cool pajamas. I, I want those. I do, too. Fuck I'm not yeah, I will it. rock. I will wear them out in public. I am not rock. I'm not mocking it at all. I'm not. No, put, it's I'm awesome. Not, I'm I want not putting it. it down. I am not talking shit. I'm just saying. You know, that's why in '89 that fucking Batman movie was so cool mm. because it was so much darker. It was so much more serious. Yes. And the fucking just the the costume was so fucking awesome. Absolutely. And badass. And the car. Holy shit. Oh. Not that the 60s show wasn't fucking badass. That car is a beaut. Oh, yeah, no. And let's say, too, um, Joker in there. Good old Jack Nicholson, one of my favorite actors. 110%. Oh, his portrayal of the Joker. Amazing. Amazing. You know, I mean, Cesar Romero had his own good interpretation. Oh, he was fantastic, too. Yes, but it's totally, like you said, more darker Well, yeah, that, that's just it, right? Like and Caesar's interpretation is just like it was a campy. total nut. Yeah, it campy. Was, it was campy because it was supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. But Jack's interpretation, a dark, more psychopath criminal. Like, Imagine, though, okay, if you will, fucking, you combine the two aspects of the two, the movie and the show, and no matter how badass you look in that costume, no matter how dark and serious this movie is, if Batman was to fucking call somebody chum, <laughs> it's over from oh there. Oh, my like, God. The credibility is lost. Yeah. No. And thank fuck Robin wasn't in it. because I was just going to touch he, on he that. He does not sit well with oh me. Oh, my God. He's so lame. He's the he Superman is. of the Batman world. Um. Yeah, no, and you know what pissed me off? I mean, I... I'm a 90s baby. I born early, right at the beginning of the 90s. Yeah, I miss the 80s, unfortunately. But my first exposure on the big screen of Batman was 1995's Batman Forever. I remember that stuff being everywhere. There was this theater where I came from that I went there with my parents and their friends. But anyways, they made a reference to that old Robin when Chris O'Donnell said, holy leaf and lizards, Batman. Ho yeah. Like holy or something. And it's that like. That movie wasn't good though. I will kill you. I'm sorry, but it just wasn't that good. I will kill you. I grew up with that. That was my Batman. It was not the worst. No, but 
I mean, well, well, we'll say Batman and Robin with George Clooney was a hot mess. Absolutely abysmal. Oh my god, hot mess. As much as I love Arnold Schwarzenegger and everything, it was a dumpster fire. Oh I love my god, Arnold. I love Arnold so much. I think it, it wasn't it the primary reason that shelf a new Batman movie for years, and we probably didn't, and we didn't see Batman Begins for. But Arnold Christ. Arnold didn't write the fucking cheesy script. No, he, he didn't, didn't put the nips on the fucking Batman costume. Oh, for the love, or show the ass in the spandex. Like, right. good lord, that like, was just. He ugh. didn't hire Chris O'Donnell. Sorry, buddy, but. <laughs> no, and then the Bane in there, sucked. and I love Bane. He's one of my favorite Batman villains. They just made him a mindless muscle freak. I feel like that that version of the movie went a little cartoony. It did. It was really, I mean, let's face it. Like you said, the 1989 Batman was so dark, you know, and different. And then it slowly started to get more, you know, just silly, like cartoonish. Yeah, I didn't like it at all, personally. Like, I didn't hate it. At the time, I thought it was cool that there's just, you know, another one, right? I but mean, I was eight seven years old at this time. I saw it in the theater with my friend, and I was like... Oh, I did too. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was cool because it's Batman, but at the end of the day, compared to one and two, it did not hold the No, absolutely. I have to agree. I mean, I actually had the VHS tape, and a funny story, my grandmother got me that tape for Christmas. She put it in a weird pasta container box and that this box was sitting under our christmas tree that year and it had my name on it and i remember looking at it like what the hell is this what? grandma's fucked up I, she's like open it up i open it and there it is in there and i was so happy but the tape was broken so we had to take it back to walmart or whatever but trust me i watched the shit out of that thing i probably drove my mom insane with it the morning after i saw the movie i actually was i woke up to uh one of the the crystal looking mugs from the movie. I from had McDonald's. one. I had one. It was the Riddler one, I think. Yeah, I had the uh, Two Face one. Yeah, I had both, but I think the first oh. one I got was uh, the Riddler one. I dressed up as him for Halloween one year, and it was a badass costume, man. Yeah, it's uh, that movie though. In hindsight, is what it is. It's going back and looking back at it, and it's like I mean, it doesn't hold up. You to watch it again, standard. you know. You watch it again, and you're like, "This is terrible." Yeah. Um, but it holds a place I, in my heart. I do like the new ones. I do like the format. I do like the layout. I love the way they lead into other shit. Mm -hmm. I love how serious it is. How dark it is. I just don't love how long it is. Yeah. And I could kind of, like, you know, Michael Keaton's idea of lowering the tone was continued on. Yes. Well, but Christian Bale sounds like a constipated 80s wrestler. Like, Macho Man <laughs> ate too many of his own Slim Jims, may he rest in peace. And can't fucking snap one off to save his life. Uh-uh, brother. No, he needs a cough drop, too. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. He's fucking so bunged up. Uh, that's that, why he's pissed off. And that's why he sounds the way he does. Because the shit is constantly piling up to his throat. Oh, man. He and just fucking with his esophagus. Oh, you need some Restorolax. Restore your body's natural rhythm, brother. What the fuck? Yes. Like, I don't... You know, I don't really like that aspect of it. I think it's over the top. Yeah. I think it sounds a little bit cringy and a little too much, I think. I think tone it down a little bit. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you there. But it is kind of funny. It and, is. You know, but I get the idea behind it. I just, I think it's over the top. I think it's overdone. I think it's, you know, I the mean, constant subject of ridicule. Oh, yeah. For good reason. But he, you know, Christian Bale did do a good Batman. I oh, he did, absolutely. I'm not saying he didn't. But uh, I get I get it. The voice is too much and just, oh, I don't know. 
But since we're on the topic of that, Heath Ledger's Joker, I think a lot of people can agree, was very well done, but it was its own standalone. You cannot compare it to Jack Nicholson or Cesar Romero, I have to say. You know what I would love? I would love this big, scary, dark-ass fucking Batman, but go the opposite, you know, uh, direction that Christian Bale went. Have him as badass as that Batman, for sure, and mm-hmm. intimidating. And then when he opens his mouth, instead of this deep, constipated 80s wrestler fucking sound, like Hulk Hogan is out of prune juice, <laughs> I want to hear a Richard Simmons voice. Oh my... <laughs> Just grab a fucking criminal with brute force slam him up against the wall and just be like you stop it silly (laughs) time to get toned to the bone that would be fucking great oh my god yes that would just throw off how epic would that be yes Uh, of course i'd be terrified i would be so confused i wouldn't know what to do i would be like what in the fuck is happening is this real life right now am i being punked like take me in dude dude (laughs) but yeah going back with that tom hardy's bane I think was more of the Bane that you see in the video games and that. And I have to say it was better than the one in 1998. Oh, he killed it, for sure. Oh, I mean, I get it. The strength was still there, but at least the man has intelligence, because Bane is an intelligent character. Oh, for sure. I mean, he broke Batman physically and mentally. Can we fucking do away with this concept of, like, oh, you're big, so you must be fucking uneducated? Absolutely! I'm so fucking tired of that shit, because I'm 6'5". How much do I fucking weigh? You see me every day. I'm 265. Yep. It's fucking muscle, is it not? Yes. Am I uneducated in any fucking way, oh, shape, or form? Oh, hell no. In spite of the nonsense these people will hear, if you actually have a con- you know, conversation with me, what comes out of my mouth usually? Besides, like, shit that I find funny. Very intelligible conversations. And did I or did I not go to college for fucking business accounting? Yes, you did. Did I or did I not own a business prior to the ones now? Yes, you did. Without people knowing who I am. Yep. Did I not manage businesses and turn them around because they were failing? Yep. So, I, where do people get this concept that if you have muscle, you must be stupid? One of the smartest people I've ever heard open their mouth was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, absolutely. And not just in terms of weightlifting and bodybuilding. Business. Business. He was a politician. Just overall, you know, philosophy. Yes. The dude was brilliant and is brilliant. Mm-hmm. So can we fucking finally get over this meathead mentality? Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking tired of it. It's so obnoxious. Oh, yes. It, it's it, Now it comes across as salty. Like, mm-hmm. you look how I would like to, so I'm going to put you down. I'm going to fucking be a detractor and say that you must be stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not fair. Man. What do you do when you find out someone that's bigger than you, stronger than you, better looking fucking physically shape-wise than you, is also smarter than you? I mean, you just get upset, man. It's like, you mad? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. now what? You talk all that shit about, well, yeah, big and strong, but probably dumb. Yeah. Well, guess what? What if they're smarter than you? What are you going to do then? You're going to feel real fucking shitty about yourself, huh? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I just can't... As a One stereotype I can't stand is the blondes are dumb stereotype. I mean, they're funny. I'll get it as a natural blonde and that. But, I mean, myself, I'm quite intelligent, I'd have to say. I mean, I did well in school and that. But, you know, I have my dumb moments and I, I poke fun at myself. But it's like you said, with your big... You know, you're big, so you're apparently you're dumb as a box of rocks. You know, sometimes people can surprise you, despite how they look, you know? 
that's in this Bane character, like I was saying, going back. I just love how Tom Hardy's interpretation of Bane just portrays him as, you know, strong, both physically and in mentally, like intelligence-wise. Like, he was a genius. His whole rig is set up in, you know, The Dark Knight Rises in that. And just playing mind games with Batman. It's like, there's your stereotype. And then you get the one in 1998 where it's just, oh, oh, I'm Uma Thurman's bodyguard. How do? How about we just stop being so fucking judgmental? Absolutely. There we go. Bottom line. Stop being judgmental and open up your mind. Ignore stereotypes. I cannot stand that, especially. And it's like, you know, it makes you feel like crap about yourself. Before I wrap this up, I do want to talk about something else really fucked up that I saw. Because I did start this whole segment of fucked up news at one point. Yeah. Um, there was a, a chick somewhere, and she went and got her box scanned. What? They scanned her box. Okay. And they used it to fucking make her a custom canoe. Uh, what? Yeah. So, oh, my so, God. I mean... The beaver jokes are coming. Dude, I, I've been known to paddle the old pink canoe myself <laughs> on many occasions, but not quite that literally. Oh, my. But that's pretty cool. That That is, like... It's weird as shit. That is, that is weird. How did they scan it? They scanned it. They fucking have the equipment. They scanned a mold of it, basically, like a picture to make a mold of it. And, and they made, made a like canoe. This, it was like a kayak. Wow. Of her flaps. And like fucking that's where she sits is in this hole. Where oh, God. A baby I... would fling out of. Oh, my God. And she's God. sitting in it with her beef curtains wrapping around her like a comforting hug. Oh, my. And oh, she's my. just on them fucking white river rafting fucking. Oh, my God. I don't want to know what kind of paint job they did on that. But that's too much, man. Yeah. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. That is one fucking raft that will always be wet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yep. Oh, and may it take you to safe places. Whew. Let's hope. STD free. Yes. Well, let's wrap this bullshit up because we're getting the fucking go home signal here. So. Yep. Um, we're gonna be back with some more bullshit. We do have October coming. Oh yeah. All sorts of Halloween type shit. So I don't want to get too into like the horror stuff prematurely oh yes nobody likes premature no but <laughs> however might give a little fucking horror foreplay you know what i'm saying mm. kind of dabble a little bit yeah why not why not right make sweet fucking audio love to these assholes oh right? yes i love these people man Oh, yes. Fucking amazing. Yes, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to us and supporting the podcast. It means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, my producer does a lot of hard work, and I've had to learn to take over because fucking, you know. Blue here does what she can, but I would like to know. I always love to know what I'm doing. I love to be hands-on and figure shit out, so... It means a lot to her, too, when you listen to my shit, because, you know, you're hearing her opinions, you're hearing her editing job, you're hearing fucking, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's my editing job, mm -hmm. but whatever. And so, yeah, dude, it means a lot more to not just me. You know, there's a lot of people involved that any support my projects get actually mean a lot to a lot of people. Yep. You know, Brianna fucking gets paid quite fucking generously to do a lot of shit that I don't want to do. Yep. <laughs> or don't have time to do, I should say. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, so it, the support means a lot to a lot of people. Yep. And I really appreciate it, too. Yeah, like, thank you. More than you know. Yep, absolutely. Again, thank you so much. It means a lot to everyone. Yeah, man, we'll catch your ass on the next show.
right. We will see. Absolutely. If we survive this motherfucking hurricane. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. Fucking so. Canada getting hit with a hurricane. Fuck me. Yep. But anyways, stay classy, everyone. Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, and a very quick retraction, by the way. The last show, for some reason, I said Bill and Ted 2 was coming out. And I don't know why. For Like, about a week ago, I watched Bill and Ted 2. I meant 3 is coming out. Don't fucking send me hate mail. <laughs> Sorry, my, my bad. Catch your ass next show. See ya.